1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630
0: Chad. The late, great Gord Downing, the tragically hip. Never forget the time he flew with us down to Calgary and during the course of the 2009 preseason. Welcome everybody, Bob Stofford, joined by Brendan S. Scott and Derek Scott at the 630 Ched Studios. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy our lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We, uh, we've got a lot of guests to get to. We're going to have to move one of them early out of the gate here. Uh, Edmonton Oilers General Manager. And President of Hockey Operations, Ken Holland, is going to join us just after 1.30. Uh, Ken's uh, schedule had to move uh, due to a, a personal issue uh, for today's show. Uh, Brad Lauer, the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, currently sitting on uh, the Bay of Fundy on a team exercise on an off day, will be joining us in about 29 seconds time. We'll also have Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel today, and from the NHL Network, former Tampa Bay general manager, the man that drafted both Victor Hedman, as well as Stephen. Coast Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, so no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oil Kings last night getting a hat-trick from Jackson Weeb. Uh, he's a 19-year-old. He's an aggressive kid. He came over in an off-season deal for Liam Keeler, who was a 20-year-old that went to Red Deer, and last night he came through for a hat-trick at 95 penalty minutes and 51 games this year as we head off to the Rivercree Resort Casino Hotline. Get charged up for the summer. Bring your players' club card to the venue and get free Rivercree Portable Charger. For uh, more info, head to rivercreeresort.com. It wasn't pretty, but his team battled, and they got a win, ending a 14-game losing streak for the WHL championship uh, champions of the Memorial Cup. We welcome back to the show, Brad Lauer. Hello, Brad. It's Bob. How you doing? Hey, Bob. Doing fine, thanks. All right. First of all, tell the listeners where you are right now. Yeah, we uh, we took a day off here today. We
2: brought our kids down to the beach here on the Bay of Funday, so. Uh, a few of them are in the water right now, jumping around here. It's not very warm. Uh, the sun's warm, but the water isn't. Um, so just a relaxing day. Get them out to see some sights here in St. John and uh, just enjoy the day. So it's kind of it's a it's kinda fun, relaxing day for our guys.
0: All right. Well, so far, a, uh, a hard-fought uh, 4-3 loss at the hands of the Quebec League champion Shawinigan in your opening yeah. game. And then yeah. last night, uh, down 3-2 after one. Against a rested, and that's an important thing in this tournament a rested St. John squad. Uh, But you guys battled back, and you got a hat trick from an unlikely source. So uh, let's start there with Jackson Weed coming through for you. And who uh, was the genius that decided to put Jackson on the ice three on three at overtime?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was, uh, I mean, he's played well for us all year, Bob. He's been one of those guys that, you know, he brings a type of game that's. uh, in the trenches, hard nose, in your face, power forward, but he's also got the ability to make plays, and he's a good—he's a, he's a tremendous skater. Um, you know, it was great to see a guy like that have the night he's had. He's been very good for us in the playoffs. So obviously, uh, game six against Seattle, some of those hits that he he brought to that game, just the energy he brought to our bench was, was tremendous for, for that game, and then obviously last night he's, he's done a tremendous job for us
0: uh is this the type of player like I, I've, I've watched him all year and I thought to myself this is the type of guy that gets needs to get invited by an NHL organization uh, into a rookie camp and then to see whether or not he can progress to the main camp as a 19 year old would you agree with that sentiment?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's very fair. I think I think he's the type of player I can definitely play at the next level you know he's a good enough skater um you know he does a lot he brings a lot of good qualities that a team needs especially a team that needs that's going into the playoffs he brings that playoff type game that that you know that you see that uh teams that have success that have those players um he's the kind of guy that he's taking a different road to get to the to that to the pro program and and i think uh you know if i think there's some interest with with other teams that want to bring him to camp so he's doing a really good job right now to uh, getting himself recognized for sure.
0: Brad Lowers the head coach, of the Emmett Oil Kings. I was surprised by your opening game against Shewinegan. Uh, I watched them play. Yeah. Uh, I thought they lacked a little bit of depth. Uh, but to mm-hmm. me, is it fair to say do you think it was the, the 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 travel or just, you know, playing three hours earlier or it looked like you guys lacked <laughs> a little jump against uh Schoenigan.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know exactly I think we we're just we were just flat again. I think we were Excited about where we were, and and not really knowing what to uh, expect—the unknowns—and you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes like we uh, coaches tend to maybe overcoach, and we put a lot of uh, work and time into really breaking that team down, and maybe we just put too much thought into who we're playing, and instead of just more focusing on uh, our team to making sure we play the right way, and. Uh, I just thought we were maybe uh, overthinking things. And when you start overthinking, you're not moving your feet. You're not doing those things that you can do naturally that, uh, that you need to do to to play the game at a high level. And, um, you know, and saying that, like I said, it wasn't our best game. And, you know, we were still in it going into the third period. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we had a little lapse there. And, and uh, then next thing you know, we were chasing it down the stretch. So, that, um, you know, we rebounded well last night, you know. A tough team we're playing, St. John's, like you said, they're a well-rested team. They haven't played in two months. Um, you know, they, they, they have a good team. And I thought, it was, I thought we started the game well. Uh, obviously, it got going. there. excited there later on the first, and they got goals back. But um, I think as the game went along, our team got better. Me too. Uh, and then we got a little tired in the third. But I, our, our, our overtime, the three-on-three, three, well, um, we really generated a lot of opportunities.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Mark Such. I think he had two point blank looks. Uh, I say Mark Such, Carter Such, uh, Carter Such. I'm getting old, Brad. You know how that works. By the way, was was the scouting report on Gardner McDougall uh, bang on? Yeah, you did a good job. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Rare, rare when that happens, trust me. He's coached the same way. For t- His teams are always ready to go, and they yeah. never come up out in the middle of the ice out of their own zone, and they activate their D, and they four-check hard. All right. Uh, one of the challenges that you have, uh, you got a guy that scored 58 goals in the regular season of the playoffs this year. You don't have yeah. them. Obviously, yeah. it's affected your power play. Sure. It's not an excuse, but it's a factor. Just your thoughts on how much you guys miss Gunther.
2: Well, for sure. I mean, you don't replace a guy like Gunther. We talked about this earlier, you know, uh, it's always been done by committee and, uh, you know, he affects a little, some depth in our lineup and, you know, the power plays a big part of the tournament. Uh, special teams are, are huge. I mean, we got two goals last night. They weren't pretty, but um, they were, they, we, we still got two goals, but um, he's a big, he's a big part of it. He's He's, he's a guy that can bring, different parts of offense to it you know to the team and you know he's, he's around here he's hanging out with our guys and, and trying to motivate keep our guys upbeat and do what he can but uh like i said you don't, you're never going to replace a guy like dylan but uh we just need guys to keep stepping
0: up like we have all year Two more questions for you. Uh, Sebastian Colson will be the first to tell you of uh, the seven goals he gave up in the first two games. He wouldn't like three of them. But yeah. when you were down 3-2 after one last night, he didn't give up another one. He settled oh, down as well, yeah, didn't he? Yeah.
2: He did. He played big for us. Uh, he played the type of game that we needed We needed from him. Uh, he made some tremendous saves early, especially in the third period. And even in even in the first period when they got a couple, it was, he made some tremendous saves uh, the whole night. And... Uh, he shut the door after they got the third goal. so uh, you know, it was great to see because he's you know the, the the game he can play is is tremendous is, is tremendous to see, and uh, he really stepped up last night.
0: Now, you're gonna be the rested team. Hamilton plays tonight against uh, Xavier Borgo in Shewinigan I yeah. think Hamilton's gonna be your toughest matchup, just a quick thought, and uh, you know because you're gonna need you're gonna need at least a point out of that game.
2: Yeah, no, we definitely do. Um, uh, we, need, we need to win the game uh, either way with either regulation or overtime. Uh, we've got to find a way to do it. And, yeah, you know, they're a good team. They're, they're a deep team. Uh, they're also a team, though, that's got some wear and tear on them through, through playoffs, just, just like us. Um, you know, they're banged up a little bit, uh, just, just like us. But uh, we expect a, a very good,
0: hard-fought hard match tomorrow. All right. Uh, the only positive in this whole conversation is it's not me out on the beach right now because there would be a guy <laughs> out with a harpoon thinking it's whaling late season. Uh, great stuff, Brad. Thanks for uh, turning this around on short notice, okay? Thanks, I Appreciate it. You bet. That is Brad Lowry. He is the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott, and Derek Scott joining you tonight. Steve Stados. A lot of people think Steve Stales is the type of guy that is going to be very shortly a future GM. Uh, He works for uh, Michael Anlauer, who is the owner of the Hamilton Bulldogs and part owner of the Montreal Canadiens. And there are people that believe that Michael Anlauer may ultimately end up purchasing the Ottawa Senators. Time will tell in that regard. I know the Senators are... uh, Currently looking to fill an assistant general manager spot. Of course, Pierre Dorion's is their general manager. We have had him on often over the years here in this show. And Pierre McGuire was brought in by Eugene Melnick. Uh, and uh, there was a decision made by the trust of Eugene Melnick after uh, Eugene passed away uh, to relieve Pierre McGuire of his duties after a year. And then Peter McTavish, their assistant GM, who basically runs their farm team in uh, Belleville. This all ties into one another. Uh, Belleville was the team that the Hamilton Bulldogs were before. So Anlauer bought uh, that uh, Belleville junior team and moved it to Hamilton. And then Hamilton got out of the AHL. And Belleville became the AHL affiliate uh, for the Ottawa Senators. The mayor of Belleville is an old buddy of mine from the U of A by the name of Mitch Panchuk. real smart guy. And uh, bottom line is, they're they're looking they're targeting specifically young, uh, intelligent, educated uh, hockey types with a strong analytics and video base in that Ottawa organization. I'm going to be intrigued to see who they ultimately uh, hire. Uh, Cause I, I think we're seeing a real change in the guard terms of management structures around uh, the league. So anyways, it, Michael Anler, a lot of people believe, will go from owning Hamilton to ultimately owning the Ottawa Senators. And Steve Stales is with them currently in Hamilton. Hamilton has Mason McTavish. He is the highest-drafted player that has participated in the Memorial Cup. Dylan Gunther, at ninth overall, was going to be the second-highest player in that tournament. Xavier Borgo, Maverick Bork, those guys were the drivers. Shawinigan played well against Edmonton. I didn't like Edmonton's game at all against the Cataracts. I think the Oil Kings played much better last night in period two, in period three. So we're off to a run and start on today's edition of Oilers now again. Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers Sports color analyst at 1235. He's a former Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, former Tampa Bay GM, Brian Lawton today at 105, and Edmonton Oilers general manager, uh, time permitting, we're having to work around some schedules here, but Oilers GM and president of Hockey Ops, Ken Holland, to talk a bit about Jay Woodcroft, um, and that'll come down the pipe at 135. When we return on Oilers now, we'll have NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, and we'll get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. And here's some comments from Jay Woodcroft uh, from yesterday's edition of the show. It is currently 1219 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're going to go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromomarketing.com at 1221 at Edmonton. Bob Stauffer out of the home office. Uh, Brendan Escott's in the 630 Chad Studios. The... Uh, Uh, both studios now back up and running. That's great to hear. Hey Brendan uh, I I want you to uh, we're going to dip into the orders now Audio Vault after you update us on the NHL action last night.
1: Yeah, Colorado snatching a 3-1 series lead in the cup final with a Nazem Kadri OT winner, a hotly debated one at that. Doesn't that just seem to be a hallmark of the NHL playoffs in recent years? Some sort of big controversial thing happening that may or may not swing a series. Anyway, the the overtime goal was whether it was too many men or not counted, game five tomorrow night on 6.30, Chad, live from Ball Arena just after 6 o'clock. The Avs can lift the cup for the first time since 2001. Senators, you just heard expected to bid on a plot of land in the city's downtown to start the process of building a new arena. Right now they're playing in Canada, which I believe is about 40 minutes out of town. Is that it right? It sucks. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Hockey Canada says it does need to do more when it comes to fostering a safe culture in the sport. National organization uh, released a brief statement uh, today after the federal government froze funding in response to its handling of an alleged sexual assault and uh, out of court settlement. The Minister of Sport, Pascal Saint-Ange, saying that uh, Hockey Canada would only have that public funding restored once it provided an uh, incomplete report by a third party law firm that was hired to investigate. Investigate the alleged incident four years ago uh, with the eight players at a gala function. The Oil Kings one and one now at the Memorial Cup. You heard all about it tomorrow. It is the Oil Kings and Hamilton to wrap up round robin play. I've got more for you in the Scott Arthur Millwork prospect report on the Memorial Cup.
0: All right. So uh, last night, uh, as we go in the orders now, Audio Vault for direct work, we're featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you f- uh, feel like family. Again, I picked Colorado in five. I want to see Colorado win. Uh, Chris McFarland's one of these progressives that's working in hockey. He's not one of these guys that looks like an extra for Moneyball when they're doing the scouting scene. And uh, I'd be really happy for him. But the bottom line is, uh, and I'll be completely frank with you, the Avs scored on the Condre goal and I bolted out of the uh, upstairs uh, palatial Stoffer bonus room and my wife and daughter sat there and they're like hey you gotta see this. John Cooper not very happy. Now let's go to a little bit of audio right now. Cooper on Condry's overtime winner. Question mark too many men.
1: This one's gonna sting m- much more than others just because I think it was taken on it was potentially, I don't know. I, it's hard for me this is gonna be hard for me to speak. I'm gonna have to speak, I'll speak with you tomorrow. You're going to see what I mean when you see the winning goal. And I, my heart breaks for the players because we probably still should be playing. Um, I'll be available tomorrow.
0: That's John Cooper last night. Brendan, what did you think of that? Overly dramatic, unnecessary, unfair, or completely justified?
1: It does seem like he got caught up in the moment, and maybe only because he doesn't usually. Like, that's not John Cooper's nature, great coach, typically, right? So uh, to see the heart on the sleeve like that, and, and maybe it's a bit of the white flag waving, knowing that's that they're thought. in you know, pretty deep right now.
0: They're not beating Colorado three straight games. No way. All right, uh, here we go. Orders now audio vault for direct work. Where yesterday Jay Woodcroft uh, was on the show. He had this to say uh, for direct work. Where having so many order, having coached so many order players uh, before arriving uh, to Edmonton this year in terms of the
3: advantage of um, being in Bakersfield and see what, what was coming from within the organization, I think it allowed me to build relationships um, with some of uh, our important players, important players at the time who were going to work their way up to the NHL. I, I understand uh, their motivation. I understand what buttons to press. I understand Um, the parts of their game where they're very strong and some areas of their game that need improvement. Um, So that was an advantage for me uh, because I'd already built those relationships and like you said um, my experience as an assistant coach allowed me to build relationships uh, with some of the core that had already been here for a long time. So for me walking in on on February 11th, walking through the door, it wasn't all brand new. Uh, I had established relationships um and the big thing was i wanted to, our group to know how excited i was to be there and uh, most importantly that we were going to put our players first
0: all right and one more thing on jay woodcroft uh, he's been asked this question a couple times we hit him up on it yesterday again just getting the opportunity to have a full season to work with
3: it's going to be a different challenge than the one we faced in in february but one that we're excited about i think uh in your preparations for um 22 23 you want to make sure that you thoroughly review uh 21 22 what went right what didn't go right uh where we found success how we battled through some types of adversity where we can accentuate some good things that we were doing and where we can get better and certain areas, and I think that's a, that's an important part of our summertime as a coaching staff. We're going to work hard, and we're going to be open to the seeking of answers. Um, heading into next year, I think you are also studying what's going on in the NHL, what's having success, uh, what the top teams are doing, and if there's things that you can um, borrow from their types of games that are going to help um, your team, based on your own personnel, uh, then then we're open to that. And so I think there's a lot of review, there's a lot of study, there's a lot of discussion, and then ultimately you begin uh, to formulate a game plan for the team that's been assembled for you. For me, I think the advantage of being able to start in September is that you get to lay the building blocks or the foundation for your team. Um, We have a belief that you know, success, you know, and we had some success this year. It's not ultimate success, but we had some success. But we have a belief that success isn't a fixed point. It's an ongoing state of mind. It's a series of habits and commitments. And that is, that's what our mindset's going to be heading into September. And we're looking forward um, to working on those habits and working on those commitments.
0: There you go. That is Edmonton Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. He signed a three-year contract extension, reported $2 million per year. Gus has texted us on the Ashley Fine floors text line. Bob, I have zero sympathy for the Lightning whatsoever based on how they work the system. But, man, do the Avs ever get the benefit of fishy calls from the refs in the league. That one comes to us from Gus. Well, Colorado for five consecutive seasons has drawn the most power plays. Some would say because they have the best skating team in the league. Others would say they seem to get a lot of calls. And again, you can text us at 780-496-063. And Cactus Jack goes Ottawa uh, location Canada. It sucks. That was funny. Here's the beauty of the situation for Edmonton. We've 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 nutted up. We went and we found a way to get the the you know the downtown entertainment arena complex done. One day, uh, the the Kate's haters out there might actually appreciate the the the, the dig in to make that happen and i'm telling you right now the every no one's ever not acknowledged that the Oilers have fantastic fans but the fact is edmonton's got a state-of-the-art arena and there as we recover from the pandemic uh it's only going to get better downtown we're in a great spot and, and it's going to help it's going to help the organization long term make no mistake about it it's also going to help the city long term as well ottawa is a completely different experience and not a lot of fun. So if I'm saying it sucks and I'm a Canadian guy that likes to support Canadian markets, imagine what players think when they go in there as well. All right, uh, we'll take a quick timeout, head off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Kevin Robertson, back with Louie DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.